Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you in Oilers Now. Live today from Rogers Place. Brendan, big part of the show back at the 630 Chad Studios. We'll tell you the guests on the show. Receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion. At Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Tell Daphne, Chris, and Brendan that Oilers now sent you. Every Monday and Wednesday, uh, we are joined by our NHL insider, John Shannon, for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. And John Shannon is uh, in Edmonton this week. He's going to be working the three uh, uh, intermissions or three uh, broadcasts for NHL Hockey on Rogers. Uh, John, how you doing? Good, Bob. We, we need a little bit of legacy up here now. Yeah, yeah. I know you still have your jacket on. Yeah, well, I, and I've tried explaining this to the, people. The, the boys at Legacy should be looking after you. Getting, getting. Uh, <laughs> well, we've got <laughs> that. Ain't good enough, man. I've had this conversation with Stu Ballantyne, who runs the building, and I've, you know, uh, it's funny because you know what uh, we went through over the course of the last couple of weeks yep. out of the country, and uh, back in seventeen eighteen. It from the time that we played Washington, which was in well, it was in the NFL season, so it was definitely October and November. For the next four months, like I, every time I came back in this building, I was freezing my, you know what's yeah. up. And now you're seeing why. It is, it is, it's a little, a little frosty up here. I actually, it, it's probably true now for all 32 venues. So you, day of games. Any opportunity they can get, and now the people coming back into buildings, day of games, operations guys have a chance to keep that temperature down. Well, we should explain. Like, they are blowing. Um, you can see the frost coming from the ceilings <laughs> well, it's right not now. frost. Mist. 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 You could never have been a weatherman. You I'm, couldn't have been a weatherman. No. Because I like to be right more than the weather, more than the weatherman. <laughs> Hey, Ron McLean was a weatherman. That's how he got hired. Yeah, I liked him as a weatherman. So, we by the way, him. what was with his toque yesterday? Oh, he 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 has awful fashion sense about his head. Awful. Really? Terrible. I don't know who, how they do that. I was actually going to text him, saying, "Don't wear one." 
It becomes a distraction. John, here's a, let me ask you this. You're a long-time television, and for the listeners that aren't aware, you were like the biggest executive producer in Canada at one time. Is that fair? That's for other people to decide. Okay. But you were you were pretty good. How hard did you push your on-air talent? Because my experience... <laughs> Every day. My experience, <laughs> and, and, and I kind of... And I owe John Sexsmith from uh, Global a, a great amount of... Uh, uh, thanks for this, and and many of you should be angry at him as a result of it. But the guy that kind of helped me get started in the mid '90s, uh, working Funk Warden stats, yep. was, was John, mm-hmm. and it was a great place to learn as a future broadcaster because I got to work with all these different. And every producer was different. But my experience, specifically when Sportsnet started, mm-hmm. was a lot of the producers had come from the technical side really? and did not like sort of imparting their wisdom on on sort of play by play and color people because. I, I don't know if they didn't they didn't have a, a comfort level with doing it, but like there were some guys that were really undisciplined on the air, in my opinion, uh, when Sportsnet first started. And a couple yeah. of them didn't last very long, and I was like, "Has anybody coached you?" So were you a guy that was afraid to coach those on-air people, or would you say, "Hey, play-by-play guy, do the play-by-play"? How would that work? No, no, it, it, coaching is coaching. You know, whether you're whether you're doing your, your volleyball team, your basketball team, your hockey team, or your coaching broadcasters. Coaching is coaching. So uh, every once in a while, you would have a video session and go through. You wouldn't go through a whole game, but you'd right. go through a, a period saying, hey, why did you say that there? What, what was going through your mind? Think of why weren't you talking about this at that point? And it was to, and it was to give them a chance to create awareness of, what they have to think about. Um, and I would tell you 60% was probably um, probably been viewed as we would prefer you do it this way. And the other 40 was just purely, hey, that was great. Yeah. You know, there has to be constructive. Right. You can't walk in and, particularly for broadcasters, broadcasters are so insecure. Um, you have to be able to tell them that they do, they do stuff well, too. Yeah. And you have to tell them that first before you then knock them down a peg. So you, th- th- that was a, a constant thing. Uh, I, I would spend easily an hour and a half a day on the phone. Uh, that's the magic of cell phones, too. Cause, and when you lived in Toronto and the, uh, before the pandemic, the, the commute was an hour and a half. Right. So you'd be able to spend, okay, I got to phone this guy 20 minutes. Let's yeah. talk. What did you like? What didn't you like? How are things? You, it, it, was, it was constant. Every day. I, in, in, in my time, and I, I, by the way, I, most of the time, I still do that. I still talk to people. Uh, so do I. And, and may, maybe, uh, uh, but I coach them as broadcasters? I still do that. Yeah. Well, I know I phone do. my friends. I know you do. Um, I all, have, all over the league. You know, I have an independent guy uh, that is yes. with another radio cluster. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll be honest, he uh, he's on the cult of hockey. His name's Kurt Levins. And he air checks my show yeah. once a month for me. Yeah. Oh, okay? good. good. Just, and, and, his, and, and then I've got a couple... And they're not fanboys of mine. They're actually critics of mine. That's where the relationship started from. And they say, this guest was good. Yeah. This guy's got no... Like, they're they're constantly providing feedback. And I like having those relationships. Well, too. I think it's important. Um, but uh, on a constant basis, whether it was Bob Cole or Jim Robson sure. or, you know, the late, great Dan Kelly, uh, there would be conversations. And he was great. Oh, he... In my mind... Uh, and and I, I, in my mind, I think Dan was the best. 
Do you? Yeah, I, I really do. Kevin Quinn does as well. He says Dan Kelly was uh, the best. I, I think Dan was the best. Uh, just all, all you have to do is watch. And they, they played it um, They played it yesterday uh, on the... Uh, on the outdoor game from Hamilton, the, 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 the 87 Mario Lemieux goal, the call from the faceoff yeah. dot to the left of Grant Fuhr. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was the the ultimate call for a play-by-play guy. And I love Bob, Bob Cole, who's a dear friend still. Um, but Dan, Dan could do other things too. Yeah. You could put Dan on camera for 10 minutes. And say, Dan, we need you to fill for 10 minutes. You couldn't do that with Bob. Bob was so focused on doing his job properly, and he did it magnificently. But I mean, there are nights that we had very few resources, and I'd say to Dan, Dan, I need a 10-minute interview with you and Lou Nanny. And he would sit there for 10 minutes and do 10 minutes on television, on camera, and then still do the game. Uh, that that's what made Dan so such a remarkable broadcaster. John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. He is uh, one of our two headliners on today's edition of Oilers Now, and our headliner is brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock W I L H A U K today. All right, let's get to the here and now in the Edmonton Oilers. We're a week out from the NHL trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oilers have put together a couple pretty impressive wins. They played well in the four three overtime game. Against Washington, blown call by the way, and that you know Washington got a point that they probably shouldn't have had. Uh, that was a, that was a tough sequence there, and and reinforces, you know, well I don't really want to give a penalty because it put me, the game's over at that point if I give a penalty or if I award a goal. Yeah. And anyhow, bottom line, two straight games where the Oilers have had 40 plus shots. They, they're getting healthy here, John. What do you envision uh, Ken Holland and the Oilers management staff? Uh, you know, what area do you think they'll end up addressing? Blue line. I think they'll try to, to find another way to get another defensive defenseman uh, to imp- to help out, to create a, a, a lot more depth on the blue line. Um, uh, you know, ideally, would you, you know, I, I think that they, they believe that they are going to be okay in goal. And I think one of the reasons they think that is they're going to improve their blue line. And, and it, ta- it will take a ton of pressure off of Koskinen and Smith or Skinner uh, if, if there's another defensive defenseman. But uh, th- it's not a given. I mean, we all know what's going on in the histrionics that teams have to go through now with, uh, with, with cap and with uh, move player contracts the way they are. Some guys want to go to certain places. Some guys don't. But I think that uh, if there was a way to get another quality stay-at-home defenseman uh, without paying uh, a an ultimate price, I think that that's what Kenny will do. Left shot or right shot? I don't. I, I don't think it matters. Um, you, you know that that's actually a question. You know, if it was Mike Babcock coaching this team, and maybe there's a little Mike Babcock coaching be, this team, it'd be a left. It'd shot. be a left shot. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm. I. I am. I'm not that. Uh, I'm not p- that particular, nor maybe knowledgeable about the situation. But if you ask Jay, he might have a better opinion. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to ask you on our Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, and we'll get to some of these texts at twelve fifty two, and again at one fifteen. Uh, so who should the Oilers target? We're a week out on the trade deadline. Uh, that's question one and question two. Since you brought up Jay Woodcroft, hmm. do the Oilers look different under Jay Woodcroft than they did under Dave Tippett? They look happier. 
They look happier. They look happier. Uh, and, and, you know, it's so much of this game is mental. Yep. So much of this game is, you know, uh, trying to play a, a, a boy's game um, and getting a new voice in there uh, and saying, okay, boys, let's just do the small stuff properly. Let's do the simple stuff properly. And the revelation that we, it, all of this costs a couple of guys jobs. Players are human. They get to relax. They get to perform at a better better uh, level. And it doesn't hurt that one of your goaltenders has really turned a corner and, yeah. and played so well. I mean, Jay He's kind of shoving it up some people's proverbial you-know-what right now, right? I, mean, I we, think that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's part of it. He, he's, he's, you know, the, the, he's got some confidence. He's, I don't want to say the word swagger. When you're six foot seven, you you automatically have swagger. <laughs> nine one and two nine twenty seven save percentage over his last twelve starts. I mean, he's given them a chance basically to win every game. Yep. And 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 other than the game in Chicago. Yep. He's not making the bad mistake, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, there was always that line, and the, and we're seeing other teams go through it. There's always the bad goal. Ah, you know, he's going to give up a bad goal, and every time the puck would come across the blue line, you'd be cringing. Here comes the bad goal. Well, in Chicago, it was that bad outlet pass that he gave himself that's, that that changed the course of that game. He hasn't done that. You know, these two games, you know, these two games against Washington and Tampa. The Tampa game was, he was fantastic. But they were really good in that game. The orders were really good. Yes. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, their penalty kill, their five-on-three penalty kill yeah. was magnificent. Now, so, of the top ten scores in the league, how many of uh, those guys end up playing in five-on-three situations where they're part of the the, uh, the PK? Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I, I wondered that. Uh, I would think probably one. And he plays for Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and I'll tell you what. Uh, you, that's a really good thing. You're not afraid to put your stars out there to do that, but that's also a concern. Do you, are you putting them out there in too many scenarios? Well, hey, I'll, I'll tell just just interrupt Bob for a second. A couple of times, they're, they're, Connor and Leon are a, they're like a drug. You know, they're like a drug. When in doubt, Connor Leon, Connor Leon, Connor Leon. You know, our our pal Ken Hitchcock. I'm going to separate them. I'm going to separate them. Oh my goodness, Chris! I put them. I better put them out together. Dave tried the same thing. All of a sudden, Connor and Leon are playing more together. They're get, their ice time is going back up 23, 24, 25 minutes. I you watch these scenarios of when a they're out together or being put in situations that will detract from their their own what I would describe as their own ice time, and you always wonder that because when in doubt. You know, you want to be able to use these guys. Well, I haven't used McDavid much on PK for the last no. couple of years. In Leon's case, the major reason why he plays five on three is he's their best face-off man. There is another forward that can play in that situation. His name is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He is not available. How much? So, so I, I'm with you. I think we're looking at a, and part of the reason why we're looking at a three left D is because. In a perfect world, Philip Broberg's still playing down in the minors. That I'll said, tell you what, though, he's Broberg's, played. He's played pretty well here last couple of games. Smokes. Not only that, not afraid to. And I hate using buzzwords. I'm not a buzzwords guy. <laughs> if you say active stick or gap control to me, I, I kind of roll my eyes. But he's not afraid to activate. He's not afraid to get into the offensive part of the uh, of the game. That's that to me is what's been impressive with him. He, he he's he's quite something. Uh, 
Cactus Jack has texted a show for John Shannon. Yeah. Why would Fox let Joe Buck out of his contract a year early, especially given that they have the next Super Bowl? Because uh, that's, I, I, that's I, a pretty good question. You, you know, and here here's the thing. First of all, he, he may want out. <laughs> he may have asked them. Yeah. I want to go and work with Troy over at ESPN. Uh, he, he, they might save money on it, like maybe ten, twelve million dollars. Now, I don't know if you saw the ta- uh, a couple of weeks ago Fox's uh, revenues from television. $4.5 billion from television. So losing losing uh, Joe Buck uh, for uh, for 10 or $12 million really is a, is a drop in the bucket. The other thing is that every once okay, wait, in a while... Now, is, that, is that like Fox Sports or is that Fox? Fox, Fox Broadcasting. Fox Broadcasting. So that includes, that includes the cable channel. All right, so that includes like... But, I don't, but a big part of it was the NFL. Because you know what happened is there was a massive swing in the States over the last year and a half yeah. where CNN had huge numbers during the time that Trump was around, and then once he's out, their numbers plummeted. They yep. lost as much as 90% in some of their hours. Yeah. And and Fox, conversely, has skyrocketed during yeah. that same stretch. Yeah. The, uh, but, uh, what, I, what I would say is that uh, I, I think what, what we're seeing at Fox is we're seeing a reset. We're seeing a tremendous reset in Boy, football. Boy, people like that word, reset. Yeah, no, no. But I, I think I, it, it's become, it becomes, a, you know, are we getting too old, too stale? Yeah. And... You know, the, the, their their football panel hasn't changed in 20 years. Yeah. Which is, I said, well, when, was, when did Strahan retire? So Jimmy's been there, Strahan's there, Howie Long's been there. They're all good. Yeah. I, I like I like them, but I'm old. Yeah. You know, and you know, that doesn't those those guys don't attract young people. We didn't give you enough time last uh, Wednesday, so give me two minutes on TNT and ESPN, the different approaches of those two networks in the states, because uh, you know I just spent. 22 days down in the United States. Well, you on it, holiday? Something like that. <laughs> it, it, uh, did all but one show. So I know. Okay. I know. Uh, yeah. Brendan was good that day, though, boy. He uh, was really actually, good. he did three because I took a couple off in Florida. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, I digress. Uh, they are very different panel shows, and it's a, it's, it, it almost looks like a complete. Well, it is a completely different broadcast property. I, I think the 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 one philosophy that you have one is talking about a specific date and time. They have a smaller. They have the smaller group of games, which is that's TNT. ESPN, I believe, is really taking a year to experiment. Okay. They've got like they have they have the the online version. They have the Game Center live version. In addition to doing their twenty five or twenty six games on ABC and and ESPN, I think they are trying things out that that either are going to catch on or they're going to say this didn't work. Uh, so I, I, I and, and TNT's in full. We're just going to replicate what we did on basketball. We're going to have fun. We're going to create uh, chemistry. We're going to tell stories. We're going to laugh, and then we're going to do the game in a solid manner. ESPN has so many more games, so many more nights. I think that they're just throwing mud at the wall and hope some of it sticks yeah. for the year. And then what we're going to see, and we see this every time in TV contracts, is that first year everybody spends a ton of money, and then they do the the uh, the recount at the end and say, okay, let's do a reset. What what worked? What didn't? Who should we get rid of? Who should we keep? And let's go from there. So I, I think the two different TNT looks like it's miles ahead right now, but they haven't done near as many games, and. Uh, and and they have a t- have had a totally different simple approach. ESPN still experimenting. Uh, your thoughts on Wayne Gretzky? 
I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to hear him say more, because uh, I know he knows more than any of us, and he does. He has. He has a great sense of the game. He be, he understands the game. The first time I said, "There's Gretzky," was the night he talked about Ukraine. Yeah, that was the first thing. So that means it's coming. You, you, you know, that means it's coming. He's trying, he's trying to be comfortable and get comfortable. I think he's going, I think he's going to do in the end, uh, I think we're going to, we always do, we forget the first year, the first two years, I think, but year three, he's going to be must-see TV every Wednesday night because he has that much knowledge and ability to communicate like no one else. He's going he's gonna to be one of the best broadcasters ever as he was the best player. John? Oilers have 23 games left in the regular season. They are currently in a playoff position. They got a couple games in Vegas. Who's tied with uh, games in hand with Vegas? Does Edmonton make the playoffs? Oh yeah, I, I don't think there's any question that the sure. Oilers make the playoffs. You know, Vegas has nine regulars out right now. Nine. Um, and so, and and I'm not sure the Eichel experiment is working just yet uh, from that perspective. And I, you know what? This may sound familiar. If you're listening in Toronto or listening in Vegas or listening in Edmonton, there's a goaltending problem in Vegas right yeah. now. There's a goaltending problem in Vegas. and so They did it to themselves, though. A little bit. Yep, yep. They did it. There's no question. So so there's there's going to be a ton of pressure there. They have to find a way to get Stone back. they got to find a way, you know... You know, do they have in order to get everybody back and get into the playoffs? What are they going to have to do before the deadline to, to be cap compliant? There you go, John. Great stuff. We'll see you up here on Wednesday. Okay, Hold, keep your headset on for 15 seconds. Uh- Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We will get to some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It is currently 1253 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Winners Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you, 1256 in Edmonton. Let's go to the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you daily by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. It's this simple. James H. Brown, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, they're the best. Ryan Nugent Hopkins still out a couple more weeks here. Big loss for Edmonton. He plays 19.49 per game uh, with an upper body challenge. Yes, the Poliarvi skated again today. Uh, was in an orange jersey along with Tyler Benson. My guess is he plays at some point during this homestand. Maybe not tomorrow against Detroit, possibly as early as Thursday against Buffalo. Chris Russell was on the ice as well. The Oilers had 8D out there. He's been out with an upper body challenge on LTIR. Kyle Turris. Um, 
obviously Oscar Clefbaum as well. Technically, Russell is on LTIR, and the Oilers, in theory, could put RNH on LTIR as well. I said we'd get to some text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Herm has texted us to say, Bob, great efforts, but there are two needs for the Edmonton Oilers. They still need a guy who will look after the talented players, a defensive guy who is a the type that Adam Larson was. Passion and attitude will need to carry this team into a playoff push. Koskinen needs to continue to control uh, the puck and uh, continue to play with some confidence. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Mark in St. Albert says, what are we doing with Mike Smith? If we're not going to play Skinner, we need to target a goalie at the trade deadline for Mark in St. Albert. I think the plan was to go with Koskinen and Smith. Stuart Skinner was up in an emergency recall. He's going to start tonight uh, down on the farm uh, for Bakersfield in their game in Stockton against the Flames farm team. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. At 105 today, Edmonton Oilers rookie defenseman Philip Broberg. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.